Welcome to Savage and Average. I am your host, Matt McChesney. Feeling a little bit savage and a whole lot average in here on Tuesday morning at 6-0 Football Academy down here in Parker, Colorado. Make sure you check out everything at 6-0 Academy on Twitter, on Instagram, at 6-0 Academy underscore 60 on TikTok, which we are live on again this morning. Uh, the TikTok page has been blowing up. I just wish they could have a better name than TikTok, for God's sakes. Um, it is my honor and, uh, and privilege to bring on my ex-teammate, uh, and the man who runs, uh, Between the Lines Physical Therapy here over at 6-0, uh, and, uh, an eight-year NFL veteran, a Super Bowl 50 champion, a Notre Dame, uh, Golden Domer fighting Irish, Mr. David Bruton Jr. is in the house. How you doing, TV? I'm doing well, doing well. Appreciate you having me, man. Yeah, man. Hey, before we get into everything, talk about Between the Lines a little bit, what you do, why you got into that, uh, both of us being ex-NFLers, ex-teammates, uh, why'd you get into to the physical therapy part of, of uh, you know, the, the business of athletics? You know, uh, physical therapy is something that I've always been passionate about, man. Um, even since I was in seventh, eighth grade, always being injured, always being hurt, growing pains, had PTs throughout high school, even shadowed PTs there. You know, my I always wanted to be a PT, so I wanted to do pre-med at Notre Dame my freshman year. Couldn't cut it. Football, birth of my first child. You know, I was like, I, it's, this might not be for me. But, you know, I had, I had great mentors and great athletic trainers at Notre Dame, PTs there, PTs throughout, the, throughout my time in the NFL that kind of reestablished that passion for um, physical therapy and wanting to give back in that regard. And you've worked on a ton of the Dungeon family here yep. from Jackson Grinley to Blake Haggerty to myself and countless other clients that have been walking through the doors here. Look, just speaking from experience, physical therapy is not fun. Nobody wants to get physical therapy. If you're getting it, that's either you've got a problem, right? But I'm telling you, if you're going to do it, you have to do it correctly and between the lines has set me up. The dry needling has helped me a ton. I can actually move my shoulder again. I know it's helped Jackson a ton with his hips. It helped Haggerty a ton with his lower back. So, look, between the lines physical therapy is housed here at 6-0. Dave is the shit. You need to come check this out. How do they get a hold of you, DB? You know, you can go visit me at betweenthelinespt.com. You can follow me on Instagram, between the lines, uh, PT as well. Same with. And you can just hit me up on my personal page as well, D underscore Brute Junior 30 on Instagram and Twitter. You know, we, we do things differently here. We're not trying to just treat you if you're hurt. We're trying to help you perform better, it, prevent injuries. And if push comes to serve, shove, and you get hurt, I'm here for you as well. But we're pushing that performance part, hence why these guys over here doing their thing here in the gym and being able to do it at a high level consistently. And, and one thing that I'm actually going to start doing is my 12-year-old, my big 12-year-old lineman over here, Nick, say hi, Nick. Hi. Hi, Nick. <laughs> uh, he, he's the one running TikTok Live right now. I'm going to start doing preemptive work with him, with Dave here once a week, working on his hips and his lower back. And pretty much everything that I've had problems with as a big guy throughout my career, I want to try and negate that in my own son if he's going to go down this road. And I'm telling you, the more you build, all right, the better your foundation is going to be, the bigger that wall can be, and you're going to be uh, much more successful as an athlete if you're available. I don't know how many times you heard this in the NFL, but availability is way, way, way more important than anything else in the National Football League. Absolutely, 110%, man. All right, so check out Between the Lines PT. We're, we're honored to have... Uh, my man David Bruton here on the show as we roll on Savage and just a little bit average uh, episode two. All right, so check this out. Uh, we're going to do a box state 
spotlight of all the guys in here, not all of them, we're going to miss somebody because, damn, we got a lot, and that's a good thing. But we got a lot of dudes getting opportunities all over the country. Dave played at Notre Dame. Uh, as of right now, the, the big nose tackle from Mullen, Aiden Nakia Kainaina, is up there. Uh, as, as you know, the guy out of the Dungeon family is one of the starting nose tackles up there at Notre Dame. So we got dudes all over the country. Jaden Williams from right down the street here uh, at Faith Lutheran gets his first offer the other night from Drake. That's big time, man. The first offer is always hard to get. Zach Henning's got Utah, CU, Washington, Indiana, San Diego State, Oregon State, Kansas, Kansas State, and many more. Jackson State Auburn, the big tackle down at Palmer Ridge. Uh, back San Diego State on top of Air Force and Army, New Mexico, Yale, Holy Cross, Harvard, UNC, USD, Columbia, Brown, Dartmouth, Eastern Michigan, Penn, and Wyoming. God damn, Sam. Holy Cross, holy shit. God damn, I'll tell you what. That's some Ivy League shit right there, brother. We got a brain and we can pass that. Gage Ginther, uh, the big tackle up at Falter Ridge. Uh, we went up to Seager's camp last week. We coached at it. He kicked ass. They offered him on the spot. Nice. He's got Colorado, Indiana, and Colorado State right now. Hayden Woodruff, the great wall of Woodruff is what we call him in here. Uh, just bags Colorado School of Mines. He got Northern Colorado the week before that. I think Wood is a power five offensive lineman. Colorado was looking at him as a nose tackle last week, so obviously he's versatile there. Uh, Cole LaCrue, the, the uh, outstanding quarterback, was in here the other day throwing the ball through people. Uh, Central Michigan, Coach McElwain offered him a little earlier this year. He's got Northern Colorado and South Dakota as well. It'd be a shame to let a Power 5 Division One quarterback, I know he's Central Michigan's group of five. I'm saying he's Power 5 talent. Walk out of Colorado, Colorado, Colorado State. <laughs> uh, Wyatt Walters gets Sioux Falls the other day. Uh, Wyatt is one of the blue-collar offensive linemen in this room. Plays on the same line as, as uh, Zach Henning. Simon Kibbe, the big tight end over there, just got Northern Colorado as well, the 6'8 tight end. Wyatt gets Sioux Falls. He got Adams uh, State a little bit earlier. I think he's being a little under-recruited and undervalued as well, although we do appreciate the offers. Wyatt Walters is another great player. And then Russ Woodyard gets Eastern Washington and Mines uh, on top of Sioux Falls as well. Russ is a big defensive and offensive lineman up at Evergreen. <coughs> so, look, this is what we do here at Six Zero. We are the bridge to your goals. If you're a parent out there and you're looking for opportunity, if you're a kid out there, and you're starving for opportunity, stop waiting. This is the information age. If you're ignorant, it's a damn choice. You are making that choice to be lazy and ignorant. Get on the Google machine, type it in, get on social media, do your research, and find somebody out there that can help you. We've got guys in the distance program from Ithaca, New York, to Independence, Kansas, to L.A., back to Denver. We are rolling. So check out everything at 60academy.com, 60strength.com. And you'll get all the information you need on what we do and how we do it. The platforms for recruiting on Instagram and Twitter and, and TikTok are fucking real. We are not in the dick around business in this business. So remember this. Football is a business to everybody except the players. You're getting played. You better start acting like this is your road to financial freedom, financial literacy, and changing your family's lives. Do you need football or do you just like the shit? We need it here at 6-0. So congratulations to everybody getting offered. David Bruton's a knee tight. Matt McChesney's a knee tight. That's what we do here. Okay, so, as always, my man uh, Rico over at Rico's Burritos. Now, look, this, this bad boy burrito right here, this is one bad mf right here, okay? I already crushed one of these. Mm, they are so num 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 good. This is Matt McChesney from Savage and Average, the owner and operator down here at Six Zero Football Academy, and I want to talk to you about our friends over at Rico's Burritos. Uh... The Rico Burritos 
keep me rolling on a daily basis. My sons eat them constantly. My 12-year-old my over here is staring at me right now. She scarfs down uh, another one of these badass burritos from Rico's Burritos. It's a hearty 10-ounce breakfast burrito offered in eight different flavors, three delicious uh breakfast combinations five scrumptious lumps lunch options and the the pride that is taken in offering a high-end restaurant quality burrito uh is second to none the finest ingredients you can find authentic recipes that have been in the garcia family for 30 years uh young cruz is in the program over here working his ass off on a daily basis uh rick garcia his father played at oregon state back in the day and they, they put the same passion and intensity that they have in every walk of life and their training and chasing everything down that they want into their family business, Rico's Burritos. Uh, for over 30 years, the ingredients and flavors uh, have been identified as the best in the business. And the moment you bite into one of these unbelievably delicious burritos, you will know. Uh, check it out. The website is www.ricosburritos.com. That's www.ricosburritos.com. R-I-C-O-S-B-U-R-R-I-T-O-S dot com. And it'll give you all the locations, how to purchase the burritos, so on and so forth. On Facebook and Instagram, Facebook is at Rico's Burritos and Instagram is Real Rico's Burritos. That is Rico's Burritos, a proud sponsor of Savage and Average over here at 6-0 Football Academy. And we are rolling well we're just gonna get a huge shout out uh to the garcias over there rico's burritos rick garcia is one of, is the man he was over here the other day dropping off tons of burritos for us they keep the dungeon family fed make sure you go check out everything at ricosburritos.com all right let's get into this brother all the business is done here okay so nba finals are over Right? I know you're from Ohio. You're a huge Cleveland fan. Yep. I know you. The, the LeBron Golden State series back in the day were awesome, especially the three one. We came back after blocking the shot off the backboard back in the day. What are your overall thoughts on the four two victory by Golden State? Personally, I think that the minute that the media came out and they were like, "Oh, Clay's hurt, Steph's old, Draymond can't play," the what rivalries or the the dynasty's dead, and Steph was like, "Hmm, is it?" Yeah, right. Shit. And now they just went back and won another one. Are they? It, it, I can't I can't look at this Golden State team, Dave, and see them beating the the Bulls dynasties. I can't see them beating the Rockets teams in the middle of the 90s. I don't see them beating the Celtics teams. I don't see them beating the Showtime Lakers. Am I crazy? Or, or are they just that good that everybody completely and unequivocally underestimates them constantly? You know, I think I think the big thing is that Steph never won a Finals MVP, so it's always relied on somebody else, right? That's, That's the whole true. thing. Iggy, Kevin Durant, Durant, Kevin Durant, Durant again. You know, so it's always been that. You know, he he can't get it done by himself. He needs somebody. I mean, hell, Iggy was old when when he won it. He just happened to have a great series there. I think this dynasty could compete. It's a different era, man. It's it's a different era. I don't know if Steph Clay. And, you know, even Draymond can handle, you know, a Rodman bullying you the whole time or Hakeem Olajuwon with the Rockets or the bad boys of Detroit. The I bad boy Pistons would yeah. beat this team a lot. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if they could, they could compete in that era with those type of rules. Right, so let me ask you this question then. Do you, if you put the, the Bulls dynasty, you know, let's just say the second half of it, not the first half. Mm-hmm. The first half was awesome, but that 96 team, especially that beat Seattle, was maybe the best team that's ever played. And they were ranked the number one team by, you know, all the NBA historians and whatnot. Mm-hmm. 
if you took that squad and great three-point shooters and Tony Kukoc, Tony Kukoc and Steve Kerr and all these other cats that could rain threes, Jordan could shoot threes. He just choose, chose not to. His rationale was, man, that shit will fuck up my game and I can't have it, Billy Ho. <laughs> so, essentially, do you think that that 96 Bulls team could step on the floor and if they shot 35 threes, how good could they have been? Like that, that Jazz team that they played in 97 and 98 yeah. with Hornacek and Stockton and all these shooters. Russell, yeah. What if they're shooting 35 threes a game? As opposed to just looking at it from the other way, like, well, how could Golden State function in that era with the rules the way they were? <laughs> well, let's flip this shit. Could all those other teams, the Celtics teams with Bird and all those shooters, the Houston teams with, with uh, Sam Castell and, you know, and, Greg Anthony and all those shooters, yep. the Bulls teams, the early 2000s Lakers with Shaq and Kobe and all those shooters, shooters everybody yeah. had shooters. Big so shot. if they're shooting 35 threes a game, can they compete? I think so. Like, I think are they so. that much better than Golden State? Because the one thing Golden State does not have, and no offense to Draymond other than he's a great defensive player, one of the best ever, but he ain't Dennis Rodman, bro. No, he's not. He's just not. He's not Rodman. They don't have a no. rim protector. There's how How, if you put... The three-time defending champion L.A. Lakers, Kobe and Shaq and Fox and Big Shot Bob Worry, Derek Fisher and all those dudes. Yep. Fuck the Vin Master. Mm-hmm. Who, what's to stop them from running down the floor and just throwing it to Shaq every play? And he just turns around and dunks it, and he's like, oh, Draymond's 6'7", and he's their biggest dude, or Looney is 6'10", and he's a, he was a guard in high school. Like, yeah. How are you supposed to deal with that? You, you don't. I mean, you you hold on and pray, right? That's that's that type of shit right there. So it, I, I think basketball is the only sport where we look at this and go, this team couldn't beat that team. That team couldn't beat this team. We don't do that in the NFL. No, we When's don't. The last time we were like the '85 Bears and the 2015 Broncos. Who's better? You may like debate defenses, yeah. but you never talked about the teams playing each other. Yeah. No, you're right. You're right. So how do you solve this conundrum, bro? Man, I think everybody just settles on LeBron being the greatest of that's, all time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> How can you sit? Okay, oh, I knew you were going to say that shit, too. I knew it. I knew it. First of all, see these J's right here? See that? So the Adidas. <laughs> all right? He taught me that. Um, so you think LeBron James is the best player of all time? I think LeBron is the best player of all time, yeah. Look, all-around all player, all-around player. If you were doing a starting five, mm -hmm. how would you do your starting five? Would you do regular, you know, conservative basketball five, four, three, two, one, or are you picking the best five? Go Golden State style. I will. Like, I'm just putting my best five dudes on the floor and we're rolling. I'm, I'm probably going to have a small four or a small five. Yeah. So who's your? So give me your five. Let's see. We're going to go. We'll start with like straight on the damn pots. Right, on the oh, right, right on the hot seat. Come on. Come so on. we're gonna go. Uh, we're gonna go. Kobe. He's gonna be my two. Kobe's the two. Kobe's gonna so be my two. Who's your one. My. Shit. Oh, that's gonna be Magic. Magic. So got Magic and LeBron on the same team. Yeah. That's gonna be interesting. Magic, Kobe. Uh, we're gonna go with LeBron's your three. LeBron's three. LeBron's three. Durant's my four. Durant's your four. Shoot, I'm gonna, I'm gonna bring Shaq in you there. You don't have Michael Jordan on your all-time starting five. Mm -mm. You are. Bro, like, I'm starting to question whether you're an American. <laughs> what is wrong with you? Man, How I'm... can you rationalize not having the greatest athlete that's ever walked beside Muhammad Ali on the start? Man, I, I, rationalize, I rationalize, rationalize it like this. I love Co I personally love Kobe more than Jordan. I was never a Bulls fan. So it, it, there's... Why can't they both be on the team? I need somebody to run my one. 
And I need. You got Magic and LeBron on the team. They they do the same thing. Magic, Magic and LeBron do it now. LeBron wasn't always a point a point guard. Point four. Yeah, he wasn't right. always there. He had to with with LA now. He was he wasn't that in Miami. Oh. He, he wasn't that. He in, was absolutely ball dominant in all those places. He was the he, point forward. He was not. Mario Chalmers was the point in in Miami. Mario Chalmers. Dwayne Wade Mario took, brought the ball up more. That's true. Okay. Yeah. Good point. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So my starting, I would go Steph at the one. Mm-hmm. I would put Jordan at the two, Kobe at the three, LeBron at the four, and the big fundamental Cam Duncan at the five. You know what? We gotta we gotta get NBA 2K oh, out here and, and just and just let it run. I'm telling you, we gotta let that, it run. I got the pick and roll, drop it to the big man, shot back on your face <laughs> all day. All right, so let's roll here. As we rolled uh, here on Savage and Average, episode number two. I am your host Matt McChesney. That is David Bruton Jr. here sitting in uh, over here at Six Zero Football Academy down in Parker. Remember to check everything out at Six Zero Football Academy at Six Zero Academy on Twitter, on Instagram, and then at Six Zero Academy underscore sixty on the TikTok machine. We are over here live on TikTok again for episode Deuce. Um, you can get a hold of Dave at the same platforms at what between the lines yes, between the lines PT Apple in, at between the lines PT on Instagram, and then you can also hit up his personal page on IG as well. And I think that's at David Bruton Junior, right? The that's underscore Brute Junior thirty. Yes, sir. The underscore Brute. Junior 30, so figure that out. All right, so last night, the Avalanche dropped game three on the road in Tampa, all right? And they did it in a very shitty way. I mean, they got their asses kicked. But at the same time, the same time, they also shut out Tampa Bay 7 nothing in game two at home. They won a nail-biter in game one after being off for almost two weeks in game one, 5-4, to, to win game one at home. The ball arena, that the sack was shaken, to say the least. To say the least. There was no cupping of the balls at all. That was straight roll. Right? The sack was absolutely free and dangling for the first two games. And look, down at Tampa Bay, they're the two-time defending Stanley Cup champion, although I think it's a little skewed. One of them's a COVID year. The other is they played the Montreal Canadiens. If the Canadiens last year aren't just playing the only, only the Canadian teams because of COVID restrictions. They're in a shot in fucking hell. They get out of the West and they played Tampa Bay last year. So I will say that. Now, all that said, I know you're a hockey fan. I'm a hockey fan, but we're both novices. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I never played hockey. I mean, shit. I think that it is the, the how fast the Avs play, having the equivalence of LeBron James on the ice and Nathan McKinnon. I, I think that this was the best thing possible to happen to them. They've only lost two games in the Stanley Cup playoffs to this point. They, they got embarrassed last night. Mm-hmm. McCarr was negative three. They didn't play good defense. They pulled their goalie in the middle of the, of the uh, second period, going into the third, third. something like mm-hmm. that. You know, Bednar had to make some, some you know, really hard choices last night that if they overlap, they do. If they don't, they don't. Mm-hmm. What's your what's your thoughts on Game Four and what you've seen up to this point? You know, I I, I agree with you in in the regard that they might have needed to be hit in the mouth. Yeah, you yeah. know, it's not a bad thing. You know, it, it, sometimes that's a motivating factor. Now, don't don't get it twisted. Tampa also was down, oh, to the last series versus the Rangers. Rangers. Yeah, they're and getting their, they're, they're getting they were getting worked four straight quick. So you know you have to keep that in mind that this Tampa Bay team can can't find a way to win yeah they can find a way to win i i'm still pulling for the abs i still think abs are going to pull pull it out but i don't think it's going to be 
you know, uh, five game series. I think it's going to get to that six, possibly seven. seven. Yeah, I, I don't think it's. I think we just seen what Tampa Bay can do, what they can do defensively, and how they can figure out the Avs. And look, I, I truly believe that if they, if the Avs don't win Game Four in Tampa, I think Game Four is going to be an absolute bloodbath anyway. Those guys are going to be playing so hard. There's going to be so many checks. The the fight last night. The fight last night was so throwback, bro. Oh yeah, it was so dope. I was like, they're letting the they're, oh, they're letting God. this they're happen. In a fight, and I was like, are they fucking fighting? Yeah. Like, are they for real? They're at, they're like, I'm fucking I had like throwbacks to Scott Parker out there with his fucking frying pan hand just crushing some Detroit Red Wing in the side of the face, and I'm sitting there like 24 years old, like, get him, get him. but I regress. Um, I was yelling downstairs, like, Nick, they're fucking fighting, get up here. He misses it, doesn't come up, playing there, playing Fortnite and shit. What are you doing? So, but that, I'm saying, like, that was a throwback. We went throwback straight. Okay. Yeah. So, you remember that hockey game back in the day on uh, Sega Genesis? The the NHL game? Yeah. Remember that? How you could, like, get in fights left and right and, like, take people out? I used to always target the LA Kings, find Wayne Gretzky, whip his ass with it. <laughs> see, see, you always went at, you went at the GOAT all the time. I would do that with against Jordan. I would go at Jordan every time. If you can't get the GOAT off the court or the ice, we're going to lose. Somebody does get this dumb bitch out of here. All right, so look, I think the Avs are going to win this series. I said it you know, earlier uh, in the week last week when I was on Altitude Sports Radio doing my segment uh, for the Masters of the Midday, Dover Hastings. Uh, and uh, Ryan Harris, yep, your boy Ryan Harris, yep. they're another gold summer. And I was saying, if they go up 2 0, I think you're gonna have a parade here in Denver, and I do believe that. I think that you're gonna be game five or game six is going to be a really big opportunity for the Avs to go out there and close the door. So, hopefully, this game four is something they can they can get a W. But even if they come back to Denver 2 2, I still think that they're yep. in a great position to win the cup because they are just they are so damn fast, yeah. Yeah, they have a lot of they have a lot of offensive power. They have a lot of speed, and I mean, aside from this last game with Cooper, you know, look, Dar- Darcy sucked last night, but at the same time, the best goaltender in the world, the Big Cat for Tampa Bay, gave up seven the night yep. before. So this is this is the top competition. Yep. And sometimes shit goes down, and the the true test of every champion, especially in these seven game series. What Boston couldn't do with Golden State, respond and learn. Mm-hmm. I think Tampa Bay and and both the Avs. Tampa Bay showed it. They're going to respond and learn from mistakes. Yep. Now it's the Avalanche's turn mm-hmm. to respond and learn, go up 3-1, and come back to the sack and have a chance to close this bitch out, man. Let's get it done, baby. I want a fucking, I want a goddamn parade. Okay? I want to drink. Uh, I don't drink, so I want to drink. I want to hammer some Red Bull out of the Stanley Cup. <laughs> Everybody else shots. Shot, 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 shot. No, kind of like yeah. when we won the Super Bowl, cars flipped and everything all throughout Denver. <laughs> I was on the other side. You were out there polishing your fucking ring, but I'm telling you, that was one hell of a parade. So, okay, we'll go into that thing real quick. Was that was that party? I know you can't talk about all the fun stuff, but was that one hell of a party? It was. That was a that was a hell of a Did party. Did Peyton even get down? Because I know he's a Bud Light drinking son of a bitch. Peyton, Peyton was doing his thing. Yeah. Peyton was doing his thing, and his in his respective own, you know, uh, you fire that, truck. He's doing his own thing. Take that dude out, or that chick out. That that chick, oh yeah, trips, stumbled in, just. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh, I'm sorry. Later. Later. Yeah. <laughs> that chick dude, 
he fell off the stage and he's like, okay, well, peace. Yep. Away. God, you <laughs> help him up at least, y'all. Okay, you don't step in front of the train because some dummy fell on the tracks. Not if it's coming, of course. You can jump down there if no train's coming. But if the train's coming, I'm going to be like, later. Good talk. All right, moving on here. Before we get into the Unchained aspect of McChesney Unchained, where we're going to talk about Sean Watson and some other crazy shit, I wanted to talk about, before we get DB out of here, I know he's got to go and get his PT work done. He's got to go over to the Big Wolf's house and take care of that big wild animal, Derek Wolf. Um, so, AFC and NFC playoff breakdown before we talk about the NFL and we get you out of here. It's the last segment. I personally believe that when you're looking at the AFC, I've got Buffalo in the one seed. I think the Colts are going to be the two seed. I really like Baltimore. I think they come back healthy. Denver's my four. Kansas City, Cincinnati, and the Chargers. Those are my seven AFC teams. My seven NFC teams. Tampa Bay's my one. I think they could be a 15-2 and two team. They are, their schedule's not very, they're very hard. The, the NFC South is dog shit. And I think that they've got a pretty good understanding of how to run the NFC at this point with Tom Brady. Rams too. I have the I have the Vikings win in the North, and I know that there's a lot of mm. folks that think that's crazy, but I, I think the loss of Devontae Adams, you know, it's no. really really going to hurt the Packers. Mm-hmm. I think people are trying to figure start to figure out Aaron Rodgers a little bit. He's not very good in big games. Just look at all the NFC title game losses and look at the playoff records. It's not good. The Eagles are the fourth seed. I think they dethroned Dallas. We haven't had a repeat champion in the NFC East for a very long time. And I think the Eagles getting a, getting who they just get, A.J. Brown, right, from the outstanding receiver from Tennessee. On top of everything else they've added, they're going to be fucking scary, in my opinion. Green Bay's the five. Dallas is the sixth. And the Washington Communist Commanders, whatever, um, they are going to be the seventh seed. By the way, that is the worst goddamn nickname I've ever heard in my entire life. Oh, it's terrible. I mean, is there a worse other than the Guardians? The Cleveland Guardians? Hey, 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 the hey. Cleveland Guardians, dog? Yeah, that one sucks, too. Come on, man. That's... I mean, not only are you ruining the goddamn baseball team, but you're ruining a movie. The best sport. Yeah, I was, about to say, I was about to say you're ruining the movie. I mean, shit, man. So, as, a, as an Indians fan, how do you feel about that? You know, one, I don't like the name. I hate the name. Did you not did go, you care about the Indians Go, name? Go try Go tribe. Oh, that, that, oh, fuck. Yeah, I was all about go tribe for sure. And then you know the only the only justification the only justification is if they na- they change progressive field to galaxy. So now you have Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh my god! The, all the nerdiest thing I've ever heard in my life. You, I mean, well, you, I know, he's yeah, 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 comic book nerd. Nick, have you seen all the legs? Nick is covered legs with all the comic book stuff that we collect. You got to talk to DB over here. He's got shit. He's got a big bag. All right, so give me your give me your thoughts here on the Broncos moving forward before we let you out of here and let you go do your real job. Um, it, you know, I think I think they have a good upside. I think they have a, they have a great quarterback. They have somebody who's been established. Obviously, had the injury last year. You know, I, I the the vote's still out as far as how far he can how far he can take them. The AFC West is tough. Dude, it's it's Holy shit. it's tough. Like I wouldn't be surprised to see four teams in. From the AFC West in there. Teams in, in the playoffs from one division, I don't think. Because so we got three in there when we only had two. Teams, yeah, but they expanded it, right? Yeah, so now. So there's four division champions and three wild cards. So I don't. You you can only have three teams. You can't get all four in. I don't think it's possible. I mean, we I don't had, think it's personally We had three in with uh, two. So Denver wins the West and then all three of the other teams with the wild cards. Yeah. 
I don't know. I think that that would be pretty tough. Regardless, if that does happen, that would be kick-ass. But I don't see it happening, to yeah. say the least. I will say this, though. I I personally believe that the gambit of the AFC is going to set up everybody to be really, really successful, especially mm-hmm. in the AFC West. They That entire division is going to be murderer's alley. I mean, that, you yeah. can run through the AFC West and, and survive that. It's going to put you in a great position to... Uh, to, to be successful in the playoffs, and we know that's just a battle of attrition. Oh, for sure. So, okay. So, all that said, you 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 know you played against Russell Wilson in the Super Bowl that we the mm-hmm. Broncos lost, yep. and you were on the team where you came back and you beat the NFL MVP and Cam Newton. You know, two years later, and won that Super Bowl with all the talent on this Denver Broncos squad. Before we get you out of here and let you go, is it on Russell Wilson or is it on everybody else to match him? And just get behind the fact that he's corny and all this other bullshit. Dog, no offense or anything, everyone out there in fucking TikTok land and everyone else. But if Sierra was my wife, I'd be the corniest son of a bitch alive. <laughs> alive. I'd be like coming to America. I'd be walking in front of her, dumping rose petals on the ground. Being like, do you need anything, your highness? You just let me know. I'm the corniest son of a bitch alive. Tip of the cap, Russ. All you haters out there. You're just mad you don't have Sierra. Hate, hate, hate. But. All right. I think I, I, I'd agree. And heck, my wife would agree as well. She'd do the same thing. She, she loves her from Sierra. For sure. That that ride music video, when, she, when they signed, she played ride music video on the TV. She was like, that's my crook, right? That's exactly how it was. That's exactly how it was. But you know, uh, I don't think, I think the, the you know defining moment or defining aspect of both those Super Bowls was the defense. Like you yeah. can have a quarterback that can get you there, but at the end of the day, it's the defense that's going to set it apart, right? Like like, like the Seattle Super Bowl. That, yep. That, oh, they all lost. Oh, they murdered the hell out of, shit out of it. Yep. The, the Denver Super Bowl that you won against Carolina, you kicked the, the shit, shit out of there. Carolina, yep. number one ranked offense. Yep, so. and we were the number one ranked offense when we went to uh, play in New York. Exactly. Yeah. So so. defense wins championships. Yep. I know it's a little boring, but damn it, I'll it's take true. a ring over some hype every day. Yep. All right, that is David Bruton Jr., uh, number 30 in your programs, number one in your hearts. He's running between the lines PT over here at 6-0. Make sure you check it out on all the different social media platforms. He's going to get out of here now. DB, just pop that shit off and get your ass out of here. You can walk through the camera, dick. Um, <laughs> and we are rolling here on Savage and Average as we go. And I'll see you, what, a little bit later today? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, but I'll see you when you get back. All right, so we roll here on Savage and Average, episode number two. Quit walking in front of the camera, dick. Uh, all right, so. I wanted to get into the unchained part of this uh, on my own here a little bit. I don't want to put anybody under the spotlight that, that doesn't want to talk about this. But we're going to dive into it because I don't give a shit. I'll talk about anything. So we're going to go unchained here just to pay a little bit of credence to the older show. Uh, we had about 160 episodes deep on McChesney Unchained in the past. Uh, you know, we, we changed the name after we left DMVR and tip of the cap to them and all they did to support the show and support the big guy. Uh, he, that was an absolutely awesome uh, time over there I had with DNVR. I'd probably go back if they asked me. I'm not going to lie. Uh, but what Spano and Ryan uh, Koningsberg and Allie and, and, and Adam and everybody are doing over there, what Lindsay's doing over there, it is next level. The sports bar is incredible off of Colfax. 
And I'm not just doing this to do it. Like, I truly believe it. That place is fucking special. The way they do things is special. Their perspective on sports and how they, you know, pay credence and they, 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 they pay, you know, the, the right kind of, uh, the right kind of love to the cities that they're, that they're in, that, you know, that are investing in them as they're investing in the cities. You know, Spano is set up now in the All City Network in Chicago. They're in Phoenix. They're in Denver. They are tick, 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 boom, blown up. And it's fucking awesome to see. So, uh, to pay honest to DMVR and everything that we do and kind of keep everybody rolling here on the older show, you can still go on and check out some of the older shows and, and the other interviews from Steve Atwater to Alan Fanica to Duke Mannyweather to Joel Klatt, David Harrison, the great center at CU back in the day that played for the Pacers for so many years. Who else, Rick? Dan Graham and... I mean, the, 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 the list is long and distinguished. Phil Lindsay, Ryan Jensen. I mean, it is what it is. It's pretty fucking special. Gary Barnett, Chris Wilson. I mean, the, the, the names just keep rolling off uh, the tip of the old dude's tongue here as we roll David Bruton, obviously, on today's show. So, we're going on change here. And I start with the Deshaun Watson situation. Um, <laughs> if you're getting rub and tuck by 66 different massage therapists, there's probably going to be a suspension at the end of this. And I understand that uh, the, the criminal cases were thrown out, the two of them. And I understand that the civil cases are, you know, one side of the fences. There's a lot of, a lot of these chicks trying to suck some money, <laughs> trying to get some money. Sorry. Trying to get some money out of Deshaun Watson. <laughs> trying to get some money out of Deshaun Watson. Shouldn't say that. Um, that's what he wanted. Hello! I can't take this guy anywhere. Uh, and, you know, that's a negative. But at the same time, you know, that if there was abuse and he is sexually assaulting all these massage therapists, that's not what they signed up for. They're professionals. They're trying to just do their job like the other 60 guys on the team that they're probably trying to help from a, you know, a, a sports massage perspective, from a deep tissue massage perspective, doing this on a professional manner, working the IT bands, you know, working the lower back, making sure that the areas of the body that are the most conducive to getting hurt and strained and pulled are actually being worked on without having to worry about a scumbag asking you to, you know, rub and tug him every five minutes because he can't distinguish the difference between getting your back rubbed and having physical therapy and massage therapy done on you and getting jerked off. So, I know that that's a little, like, hardcore for all you rabbit ears out there, but this is an explicit show, and to be completely honest with you, I'm not in the business of making sure that your soft app can listen to it. If you can't handle it, kick motherfucking rocks. So, Deshaun Watson and the situation that he finds himself in, if I'm the Cleveland Browns, you deserve everything that's coming to you, Doug. Everything. You knew this was happening. You obviously, you said you did an independent investigation, and if you look at every single NFL squad, you know, as long as when I was with the Jets, Dolphins, and the Broncos, they had ex-FBI agents that work at the facility that are there to help you. You can ask them any question, they'll help you. If you're drunk somewhere, they'll come pick you up with free rides. That's why every time I see an NFL player get arrested for a DUI, I'm like, wow, you are so stupid. Like, they have full-service town cars with ex-cops or guys who are off-duty that will come pick pick you up at your house, drive you wherever you want to go, sit in the parking lot, wait for your dumbass, and then roll up straight and pick you up and the nine floozies you have with you, take you home and drop you off. There's no way you'll ever get in trouble 
but some of you dumbasses would rather drive to the club on in your least fucking Mercedes with your dumbass spinners and fucking Luda bouncing on the goddamn speakers just to impress some floozy that fucked your buddy last week just to get a DUI. So number one, that's pretty dumb. Number two, it you know, the, the Houston Texans were setting up cease and desist letters for Deshaun Watson. They were writing out the letter. You understand? Now it puts the team complicit in the manner. They are sitting there going, Deshaun, this is just for massage therapy, right? And he's like, yeah. And they go, so why do you need a cease and desist Dave Chappelle sex contract? That's essentially what it is. If you remember Chappelle back in the day, he had a, a famous, you know, uh, comedy skit. <laughs> he's about to hook up with this chick. <laughs> she comes in, he sits her down. And he goes, oh, before we start anything, and he reaches behind the bed and he hands her a sex contract. And he goes, I need you to check off on all this, what you'll do and what you won't. And she's looking through it and it's like, you know, kissing and oral and anal and all this other stuff. And he's like sitting over looking and he's like, you definitely want to check that one. She's like, I don't know. He's like, no, check that one. So that's essentially what Deshaun Watson's doing here. But the Texans are writing the contract. So for them to act like they don't know what's going on is ridiculous. They knew. I don't know if they knew to this extent, but they knew something was going on. Okay. So I, I'm looking at this like the Browns, you're going to get everything that you signed up for. You spited the quarterback that's won you a playoff game for the first time in 30 years. He's not at the facility. You signed to Kobe Brissett, and then you get Sean Watson $230 million on top of all these problems that he's having off the field. I'd expect him to get suspended for a long time. Like guys in the room, Travis Jones, our producer, over under on ten games. Under. Under. Over under on ten games, Nick. Under. Jackson. Fuck. Under. On over or under. Under. I'm gonna go over. I'm gonna say he misses twelve games. They suspended for twelve games. He appeals it and will probably get dropped to like eight. But I think the initial suspension will be really, really hardcore. And you know what? I'm not saying it's right or wrong, but he. Again, you, you're doing this to yourself, dog. You can only stick your hand in the blender so many times. Just ask JPP. What? So, think about guys that have got suspended around the NFL already. Josh Gordon, suspended for smoking dope as much as he did. Now they're not testing for it anymore. He's back in the NFL. Do I think the hypocrisy there was ridiculous? Of course I do. Calvin Ridley, the receiver for the Falcons, gets suspended for making a $1,500 bet for the entire year. That's pretty ruthless. But you can't bet on the NFL if you play in the NFL. That's a rule. These are rules. I'm sorry, but there are rules. This is not not. So, when you're looking at those two allegations and, and, like, and fuck-ups by the players, essentially, I feel like Calvin Ridley in the court of public opinion is being criticized and ridiculed way harder than Deshaun Watson. I don't understand that at all. This, look... Is every single, are maybe one or two massage therapists coming out saying this, trying to get some money out of Deshaun Watson? Would that be like a red flag? Yeah, I'd probably sit back and be like, okay, let's look at the entire thing. Let's not just blame the man just because he's a man. I know that's the way it's been in the past, but it's not the way it is anymore. Okay, you've got to do due diligence. And I'm sorry if this pisses somebody off out there, but what doesn't piss your soft ass off? But if there's 66 plus 24 of them are like documented civil cases where they're putting their money where their mouth is and hiring a lawyer, that's different. That's where there's smoke, there's tons of fire. 
there's a goddamn wildfire. So, I don't see how you can't look at that and at least try and make an educated assumption that this guy's a sexual predator. And we can't have sexual predators making 230 fucking million dollars and being the face of a goddamn franchise. We can't have it. So, I don't know what the answer to this question is other than suspension. But I don't know how you suspend without due course. I don't know how you suspend without any allegations being proved true. Without anything being proved, you know, without him being guilty. Roger Goodell levying punishment in the position he's in constantly is a very slippery slope in my opinion. So I'm kind of worried about that a little bit, I'm not going to lie, just because it sets precedent for everything else moving forward. So, look, man, Savage and Average is going to be a different show than you've ever heard. If you listen to McChesney Unchained first, you understand how we get down. We're not pulling any punches. I'm going to curse. This is how we fucking talk. If you don't like it, don't listen. But if you want some truth, all right, if you want some, some honesty, and you want somebody that's actually going to push your ability to, you know, think about all these things that are out here in the world and, and learn something, that's what we do here at Six Zero. That's what we do here on Savage and Average. So, check out everything. The Twitter page. What's the Twitter page against, T? At Six Zero Academy. At Six Zero Academy. And what's the Twitter page for Savage and Average? Uh, at Savage and Average. Savage and Average. So, it's an N. Savage and Average. And you get there and you'll see everything posted there, too. We're going to be posting everything on YouTube. We're going to be posting everything on, on Six Zero Academy, both Twitter and Instagram, and Savage and Average, also on Twitter uh, for the show, episode number two. Everything is live on TikTok. My man Nick over here rolling on TikTok live this morning. Okay, last but not least, I want to give a huge shout-out and thanks to our friends All right, at Colorado Center for Functional Medicine. Okay, this protein that they they uh, have provided to the entire Dutch family over here. I'm taking it on a daily basis. It is incredible. It tastes great. It's also full of vitamins and minerals that are going to help you recover and help you get big and strong and fat. Um, this protein is first sale here at 6-0. We are actively pushing it on the Dunn family left, right, uh, and down the middle. So check that out at Colorado Center for Functional Medicine. They do an unbelievable job taking care of the Dunn family, but everybody out here uh, in, in the state of Colorado as well. If you look at what they do at CCFM, uh, I personally think that they've got a very unique perspective on how to take care of the athlete from their blood paneling to, you know, checking out exactly in all of the things that may be hurting or helping you uh, as an athlete from recovery to sleep, so on and so forth. So when you listen to their read, they're going to have a lot of little detailed things that as an athlete or as a, as a parent, as a, as a regular Joe that just works out on the weekends, these folks can help you in every regard. So go and make sure you check out everything they do at www.ccfuncmed. That's ccfuncmed.com or call them at 303-500-3038. Matt McChesney here, and any of you that are looking to improve performance and get your health in check, reach out to our friends at the Colorado Center for Functional Medicine. Their men's health optimization plan is designed specifically for males that can identify specific health priorities, which many doctors fail to address. They use precision blood work, which looks at your hormones levels, your micronutrient levels, your insulin 
and many other markers which are often overlooked. This plan can also include an advanced body composition analysis to see where your body fat, your muscle mass, your visceral fat levels are at any order to establish individual nutrition plans for every single client. Stop relying on fad diets, crazy workout programs, and bro science. Health and fitness are not the same thing. If you want true results, they can help you at CCFM. Mention the podcast Savage and Average to receive a 10% a 10% discount on every single optimization plan as well as a free body composition analysis and nutrition consultation. Their website is www.ccfuncmed.com. That's www.ccfuncmed.com or call them at 303-500-3038. Last but not least, our bu- our buddy at Quick Strike. Okay, this Quick Strike bag here is what you see everybody using it here at Six Zero. Uh, I personally think that the bag game for pass rushing and run game and stuff like that is one of the biggest problems with technique. Everybody's talking about get the bags down or the bags are too big and heavy that we're using for this drill or that drill. These are portable. You can break them down and set them up as fast as you want. Uh, you get a 10% discount for typing in 6-0 when you go to the Quick Strike website and buy one. Uh, they give you 10% off if you, if you type in 6-0, obviously. And we use them on the daily, man. These things are fucking awesome. So make sure you go check out the Quick Strike. Again, that's Q-U-I-K-S-T-R-Y-K-E. Quick Strike right there. So this is Savage and Average. I'm your host, Matt McChesney. Huge thanks to all of our sponsors here that, that support what we do here down at 6-0. To my man Travis Jones producing the shit out of this son bitch. David Bruton Jr. sitting in from between the lines PT. A huge part of 6-0 helping all the linebackers and DBs work on top of getting them right. Uh, building that bridge for these kids and helping them out. Uh, huge thanks to my son Nick and Chesney for sitting in holding that TikTok machine. From TikTok Live, 6-0 uh, Academy on Twitter and Instagram, so on and so forth. We are rolling. That's episode two. That's a wrap, folks. Go ass.